Hello and welcome to the first Christlike Politics podcast. I just wanted to thank you for being here and start off by letting you know why I decided to make the podcast. I just felt like, you know, with everything going on today in the world of politics, it's hard for Christians to really know what to believe and uh, they're just getting a lot of information from the right and the left. And I feel like uh, we needed something to focus back to God. So here I am and I hope you enjoy. So uh, today we're going to start with our first topic is homosexuality in the LGBTQ IA plus community. Um, and I want to start that topic knowing it's controversial, controversial by starting with uh, the fact that Christianity is about love. Uh, these people are still people. We don't hate them. Uh, all sins are equal. So being homosexual while in some regards is viewed as worse than, say, lying or stealing is it's not in the bible we see that all sins are equal that's not uh that's not what we're debating here today though today we're talking about um Leviticus 18:22 is where i wanted to start because this is a verse that often gets twisted and uh miscommunicated and so this is god talking to his people he's giving them statutes and commands um not only about homosexuality in verse 22 specifically it's homosexuality but throughout Leviticus 18, he's talking uh, first about incest and the nakedness of your father, mother. Um, and then he goes into bestiality after he talks about homosexuality. It's just commands that God is giving to his people um, as he is warning them about the cultures of the just peoples around him. And so I wanted to go from there to talk about... Uh, we we don't force people to uh, believe our certain ways through politics, through however. Uh, I personally believe that gays, um, lesbians, you know, and any more should be allowed to get married. This is, you know, America is a free country. I don't believe that uh, religion has any place in that. I think that uh, separation of church and state is a very good thing. However, for me... Uh, my religion affects everything. My religion comes first, so my religion has to affect my political beliefs because I can't believe things outside of Christ. My life is for him. I'm in him, so nothing can be outside of that. <clears throat> and so on that topic of uh, gays getting married, I, I'm, I'm completely on board with that. However, when you decide to make a church... Um, decide to make a church marry them like you can't force that upon the church when it's not a belief that they believe in so I, for me i believe that because it's it's against not only christianity but like it's it's oppression of the church in that point because the church should have the ability to decide whether or not uh they want to marry those people and they can do that with christians too they can decide whether or not they're going to marry them so the fact that uh, some churches are getting oppressed in that way, that shouldn't be happening. I think that that's uh, a step too far. Uh, for legal reasons, uh, homosexual people should be allowed to get married. I do not disagree with that at all. I'm completely okay with that. However, it's when it starts to affect back to the church or starts to affect me, that shouldn't be allowed. That, should, that's sh- that oppression should not be put on the church. And then... Uh, a common argument I get from that is talking about how well the marriage uh, churches should not marry people who lie or steal and 
what I would say to that was that lying and stealing are separate from marriage. So lying and stealing aren't something that you would repeat every day just because you are getting married. Whereas when you get married to another man or another woman, that is a sin that you would repeat constantly. That's every day you wake up, you are sinning. Every moment you wear the wedding ring with that person, you're sinning. And so while, yes, ideally you would not want to sin at all, everyone's a sinner, and the difference there lies that you can repent from stealing or lying while being married. You can't repent from a sin that you're constantly doing as you're trying to repent it. So that's where I get that argument from. And that's that's how I believe the Bible would view it because we're supposed to repent from our sins. We're supposed to repent repent by turning away towards from our sins and towards Jesus. And so that's why I believe in that. And um, when God created the world, a lot of people are saying, well, you know, it's not specific. God loves everybody, so he would love gays. And I agree with that. But God, when he created his perfect vision, which was his perfect vision, and that was the Garden of Eden. Um, and when he created the Garden of Eden, he had a man and then a woman. And the woman came from the man, and that is where the verse comes, when a man leaves his father and his mother to jo- to be joined to his wife. Wife there. I think that that word specifically shows that wife I mean a man leaves his wife if you just break that down just common sense tells you that he wants God wants us to have men and women in a relationship loving each other and that's just that's his perfect world um and then people yeah like I said people saying that Jesus would have accepted gays completely true he said in Mark two seventeen, it is not the healthy who need a doctor but the sick I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinners. He loved sinners. He did. He uh, he had dinners with tax collectors. He, um, I mean, anything you could think of, Jesus was there for the sinners. And he loves all of his creations. He wants you to live by his statues in love because he loves you so much. And that's why he gave us free will. And that's why, you know, I mean, the afflictions of this earth are not from him. But he gave us the, these trials that we could love him even more and love him through those trials. And uh, and then talking about um, how it was a sin. And, you know, we went over uh, Leviticus 18, 22. Uh, most people, you know, they say that, uh, you know, Jesus fulfilled the Old Testament law. Completely true. It is still a law from God, however. Jesus fulfilled it. He saved us from it. And, however, that is still how God wants us to live life. It is still um, it is still his love and his law. And even later in the New Testament, we're going to Romans 1, 26 and 27. Um, it says, Men committed indecent acts with other men and received due penalty within themselves for it. So within themselves, we're talking about the soul. We're talking about um, their forever, their eternity. And they committed the indecent act of being with another man, how uh, men are supposed to be with women. So what we see here is that even going from Old Testament to New Testament, there's been a theme that homosexuality is a sin. It is unnatural against God, uh, not with his statue. And 
yes, it is not the only sin. No, we don't hate you for it. If you are, we still love you. We accept you. We want you just to not be who you are now, which is what God wants for all of us. He loves us so much that he accepts us where we are, but doesn't want us to stay there. And that's for anybody. I'm a sinner. Anybody listening to this is a sinner. And, you know, we're imperfect. However, being homosexual is one sin that is just harder to repent from because if you get married, if you're in a relationship, you are sinning every second that you're with that person. And so that's just how I wanted to end that. I wanted to end by saying that we still love you. We want, we accept you. We want you to repent. We want you to be in a church. We want you to be involved. But however, that is a sin. Homosexuality is a sin. Um, you know, and whether or not you decide to let that affect how you vote, going back to the politics portion of this, is that's completely up to your interpretation. If you think that men and men shouldn't get married or that women and women shouldn't get married, my personal view is that we don't let we don't let it affect uh, we don't let it affect the U.S. because it's a separation for, from church and state. However. We have to keep that separation from church and state on the other end by not oppressing churches and forcing them to marry uh, homosexuals because it's against their religion. It's not what they believe in. So I believe it's a back and forth. We have to see that on both sides. Um, Well, thank you for tuning in. That'll be the end of this episode. Uh, Next episode, we're going to talk about capitalism versus communism and anything in between and uh, what the Bible says about it. It's interesting. I'm excited to talk about it. Um, It's something that isn't explicitly brought up, which is why I love this topic so much, and I think that it'll be exciting to talk about. um, And I'm excited to hear questions from y'all. Feel free. um, I have an Instagram up. I have a Twitter up. You can find it at Christlike Politics. And I'd like to pray for you as we finish out. So uh, bow your heads and fold your hands however you uh, prefer to do it. Lord, I thank you for this person listening right now. Uh, I just thank you for the ability to have reached them in some significant way, Lord. I just uh, thank you for the ability to have this platform to help people out. Um, I just thank you for this segment, and I just pray for many more to come so that I can help your followers and help your people, Lord. I just thank you for everything that you've done, and I pray that uh, these people that... uh, (laughs) you know, are homosexual or any, are experiencing any other type of sin, Lord God, that you just help them and, uh, and bring them to you, Lord. I uh, just thank you for everything that you've done. I thank you most of all for sending your son to die on the cross for our sins. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.